What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. I seen something today um, with the whole DDG thing. I seen the thing with the other brother that, like, I just seen a lot of men, like, voice what they don't like in their women nowadays, right? So, I ain't gonna lie, I got some deep thoughts on some things that I've been thinking of, and I'm not gonna give them all right now, but I want to give just just a little high level on things, you know what I'm saying? Because you got to understand where we at in reality right now, and fellas, I... I it's bad. It's really bad out there. Ladies, I know it's bad for y'all. Fellas, it's equally bad for us as well. Um, when it comes to the mindset, the battle of the mindsets, right? Um, the battle of men being in their feelings and women being in their they proverbial career back. You know what I'm saying? Because society is pushing specifically black men and women against each other to not actually want to be with each other. Right. And everything and that's being curated and being narrated in, you know, media. Right. Is every time that there's an issue between a man and a woman, especially young men and young women, because, you know, those are the future relationships that matter the most. Right. It's making it seem like everything that a man does is toxic and nothing a woman does is ever toxic. And it's always justified. And she's always the victim. Right. And now this is dangerous for many goddamn reasons and only in this country in america knowing that the media is not on your side knowing that there has never been an agenda that has been pushed for the progression of black america black culture black family black wealth ever in the history of america and especially not by these no good weak ass blog sites so when you find yourself in the opinion section right other known as the comment section right of these particular blogs then, and you are in agreement, right, with the topic that's being led, then you are just somebody that has been fell victim to an agenda that has brainwashed you into thinking what you're doing is correct, right? And it's very dangerous, right? Because what I don't see anymore is like, and, and shout out to NDRE, shout out to Jill Scott, right? Because I'm seeing some of the older women actually getting tired of this shit. Right. They're getting tired of it and they actually want to say something. Right. And I don't see any like like where are the older women? What happened to y'all? Like where are the elders that give wisdom? They made the older women feel guilty for ever speaking on it. And then anytime an older woman speak on, it, they say, F y'all. Y'all was being bashed by y'all men. Y'all was being beat. Y'all was being traumatized. Like these are your mothers and aunties and grandmas. You understand me? And so the older women are getting shamed into silence, right? And then the younger women are taught to be shameless so they can do anything that they want to, 
right? And then when the younger men or men speak up, when they do say something, they're being shamed, right? Or being called suckers or sissies or feminized or insecure. Yet the opposite was just men need to speak up, men need to express themselves, men need to protect a woman. But how, 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 how can a man protect his woman if she doesn't listen to him? It is not possible. I just want y'all to understand this. No man can protect a woman that doesn't listen to him. Isn't you, you listen? I need you to understand that. That can go to children. It can go to his. It can go to your brother. You can go to your sister. It can go to your mother. It goes to anybody, right? You cannot protect anybody because it is a proactive thing, right? And a part of a man protecting is also protecting his relationship, not just the the, the woman itself. It's the sanctity of the relationship that a man is working to protect but nothing of the movement of today's time is about protecting sanctity of relationships right nothing is about that and i seen a comment by or a post by a therapist and his therapist was writing that women are taught to go chase these fairy tale disney wedding right fairy tale endings but they're not taught about conflict resolution right they're not taught emotional intelligence they're not taught how to actually deal with real life so they want the fairy tale but they don't actually equip with the skills talents right uh, uh to deal with the reality now men protect women and kids not just from other men but from other children and other women as well somebody said men protect women from other men and, and uh, protect women and children from other men no it's from other it's women from, and children as well it's from the spirit. it's from the world <laughs> Right, because the, the the and the most dangerous thing, and we're not talking about just physical protection, is like there's not that many times in a man's life he has to physically protect his woman. Right? Like that's crazy if you're in that kind of situation where I gotta constantly physically protect you. What it is is it's the mental and the spiritual protection. So when he sees his woman being mentally and spiritually breached, then that's when he's gonna want to step in. Right. So he like, wait a minute. They got your mind. Wait a minute. They got you doing stuff that I know is going to compromise you. Right. And compromise us. So guess what? I'm going to say something. And you don't realize that that is protection. So somebody say, I see man. I don't see men protecting women. I see men hurting women. You around the wrong men, sweetheart. You need to really get away from that environment because there are. Uh, billions of men on this planet Earth and billions of women on this planet Earth and all men ain't out here hurting women. That's crazy for you to say that, right? You yeah. see the women that are walking around unharmed. Any women that you see that are in their joy, women that you see are living happy lives and they have men in their lives, those men are protecting those women, right? So even to have this mindset like, you know, like, like, <laughs> Like you have to physically see some man jumping in front of a bullet in order for you to understand the reality of good men, right? That are doing what men are supposed to do is a trauma-based response system that we have that is really messing us up. Like that's crazy. Like think about that. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> it's, 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 it's damaging. Because I don't think we understand how much of our reality is just a trauma response and we can't even see good. We don't even, we will ignore all the bad and we will live in the mind of the negative things that we have supposedly seen. Or we will live in a reality of the media that showcases the negative things, right? 
And that becomes the reality as if that is all that is happening. That's all that's happening. Nah, listen. Um, We are both, at this point in time, men and women are both at fault for what happens next. Right? There has to be accountability on both sides. Right? Um, now, dealing with a woman that's in the industry is tough because she's going to do things that you're naturally not going to like. She's going to do things that may compromise her soul, compromise her integrity, compromise her relationship, compromise all of those things for what? Money and fame. Now, there's a, there's a term for when people do that, and it's called selling out. So men are not the only one who sell their souls, and they sell out for a role and a job or opportunity. Women do it as well. But when you put it in the terms of getting the bag, then you make selling out cool, right? You make it redeemable. You make it okay, right? And then if anybody speaks on that, then you call them a hater or you call them insecure or you call them wrong. But they're selling out on both ends. And the problem is, is that the world can recognize when a man is doing something negative or selling out or being toxic or being, being abusive or being terrible. But the same accountability is not being given for when a woman does the exact same thing, but it's justified instead. Somebody says selling your soul is not real. That's only something you must have sold your soul so many times you don't know no more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This man then sold his soul, the masters to his soul, so, the residuals so to his soul. What's your thoughts on that, though, <laughs> on, the, um, on the situation? What was your other question? I said, so what's your thoughts on that situation, though, with the DDG and uh, I don't have too many specific on them. Um, I think with the situation, I think that um, it's hard to say because you haven't, I haven't heard what she said. She haven't put out right. a response. Right. So behind the closed door, she could be in agreement with him. But I, what I what I would take as an observation is, and from a little bit of lyrics that I heard, is he probably said something um, and noted that he had a, 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 a an agreement with it, you know what I mean, and grievance with it, rather, and then she went and did it again, yeah, right. right? So basically, it was something that he addressed in private, right? Um, and then she did it again, and it was done public, and then he addressed it public. Right, that to me seems like the reality of the situation. I can be wrong, but this seems like the reality, right? Good. But I would say this, man: when you dating a woman in the industry, you know you're not gonna be you're not gonna be stronger than her controllers. You're not the only one in that relationship, and I think that that's what you have to realize, right? Like I could not date a woman whose job that she has to she has to have on screen romanticism with a white boy. That can't nah. Like that's you know that's me. So if you know big keys, then you gotta know like keys ain't going for that. Why would I even be in a relationship with a young god if I'm a disrespecter? You know what I'm saying? Why would you be in a relationship with a street if you know you gonna be doing things where you gotta walk around holding another man's hand? Like, like you know that you disrespecting the man you with, and then you know that the rest of the world is gonna attack him because you disrespecting his te integrity that you know he gonna be in disagreement with. You know what I'm saying? Like. That's just reality. Like, so for me, if she got with big keys, big guy energy, ain't no way she walking around holding another man's hand. You know what I'm saying? Now, I, and then she told me, like, listen, Disney said, if I do this one little red carpet walk, that's an extra little two million. God damn. Man, get the little walk over with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> Like he, he her, but I feel like that's the healthiest way. No, they're embarrassing each other. Yeah, that's, 
like music. He can't act physically yeah, like, on the situation. No, no, no. You got to think of it. It's equal. Like, if one person say, listen, this, the way she get her money is that she got to go on screen. She got to have sexual relations with another man. Yeah. Right? And he get embarrassed by that. Right? Well, the way he gets his money is he speaks his feelings about what happens in his reality. Right? right? So how she get embarrassed by that? Right? So it's, it's, to me, it's equal. It's like, no, you got to respect each other's craft if you want equal standards in a relationship. Like, yo, you gonna do something that embarrassed me? I might rap about it because I felt embarrassed. Same way an R&B singer would sing about it. Right. Right? That's what they do. So it's like, you can say that a person is embarrassing them, but they disrespecting each other in that situation. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it is what it is. So, you know, for me, you know, it is what it like. I, it's just different. Like, you gotta know what type of... I feel like a lot of men nowadays are settling for disrespect. Because the world is not curating, respecting men anymore, right? Um, you're supposed to respect women. You're supposed to give all the love and respect in the world. And I believe the, 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 we've always been taught and shown when a man is disrespecting a woman, he's done something wrong. But I think now there's not much conversation about how does a woman actually treat a man? How does a woman respect a man? How does a woman, you know, respect the boundaries in a relationship, right? And so I feel like there has to be two sides to the conversation. So if you tell a man to respect a woman, you got to show a woman I respect a man so it can be reciprocal. Otherwise, one can take advantage of the other, right? And I think that every time you have a conversation, you have to have it balanced. You know what I'm saying? And when you have that balanced conversation, it creates longevity in relationships because you're talking about healing in a relationship. Nobody, somebody say, why men always flipping on women? Nobody is always flipping anything on women. You know what I'm saying? I think there's nothing wrong with talking about accountability on a woman's side. How come some women don't ever want to talk about the flip side is the question. Right? Instead of trying to get defensive, instead of trying to ping pong get back, why being deflective? Why not actually talk about the flip side? Is there an issue with talking about that? Because my whole life... I've been hearing about the issues and problems with men, and men have a lot of issues and problems. And in order to heal, you have to deal with both. You can't deal with one. So sometimes we can talk about the messed up things that men do and how wrong they are and what we need to do and what we need to heal. And then sometimes we can have a conversation about the messed up things that women do and what they need to do to heal and the accountability that they need to take. Like that's just the reality of it. And, and, and for anybody to have a problem with that conversation, that just means you're not ready to take accountability. Because if it's true, then you should want to deal with the truth. Because making men better and making women better makes our future better. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I just want us to understand that. And I just try to, like, and I don't speak from, a, you know, I don't speak from no place of perfection. I just speak from a place of observation. You know, I, I feel like the modern woman, woman wants to be a princess and not a queen. You know, that's my whole, that's my thesis. And the princess mentality will is ruining reality because a lot of people feel like, you know, like responsibility and maturity is painful, right? Accountability is painful, but living in the bubble of receiving rewards and gifts and adoration, right, is the fantasy because of the Disney and the princess model and the way the world has curated that. So actually having... You know, psychological tools that you dispense to be a grown-up and deal with reality or things that's missing, right? And young women and young men. Break down that analogy of the queen and the princess first. Well, the queen and the princess goes like this. Like, 
a queen a, a, a queen is somebody who's going to do what? She's going to help you build in that kingdom. She has a role and a responsibility in that kingdom. Even if you watch the shows, right? The queen is the one who inherits the kingdom if her man dies. You know what right. I'm saying? She could take over, right? Unless, you know, there's like a prince and depending on how that monarchy goes. But a queen has responsibility in how she goes, rules, and how she governs, right, the kingdom. She's going to be your, she's like your general. She's your third eye. You know what I mean? She's your second heart and your second voice. Right. Typically, the king goes to the, the queen because that's the one he can trust the most. Right. She goes to the queen to even talk to him about his own advisors and moves that he's going to be making. And then the queen governs certain affairs to make sure that the rest of the kingdom is solid. Things that, and, and so she's helping him be a better. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill leader for his kingdom because guess what she is equity in the kingdom you know what i'm saying yeah. she has equity in the kingdom so right. what's his is hers and what's hers is his but a princess is different princess does not have responsibilities right not typically a princess is the one who when you think about the grandeur of a princess and you think about the Disney princess, she receives the gifts. She lives the soft life. She really does nothing. nothing. She just gets the award for everything that the king does. You know what I'm saying? And today, princesses want kings. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The princesses want, I'm just going to look good and give me everything that I want, but I don't have to have the skills of a queen. Right? Which, which is knowing how to they satisfy the king and help build the kingdom. <laughs> Right. So so that's where the mentality is mixed up. Right. And so you have to understand that if you want a king, you have to be a queen. If you want a princess, go get you a prince. Go don't don't try to get a nigga who running shit. Go get the second in command or something. Go get go get a nigga who ain't got no power. You know what I'm saying? Because if you go get a man who ain't who got the power, a man who got the wealth, a man who got the thing, that comes with a responsibility to help him build that and take care of that because you get equity in that. And that's the big part. Like, you get equity in the kingdom. Like, and the world is tricking a lot of women out the kingdom. Like, you want to go try to build your own kingdom by yourself, whether you go build a kingdom with actually a king. And y'all go build something bigger. You know what I mean? Because guess what? Once you build it by yourself, you're going to need kings around to help protect. Now, that's... Now you got to spend expenditure of your wealth. Now you're going to need somebody that you can be around that you can build with. But and a kingdom ain't coming in, a king ain't coming in no queen's kingdom and living with her. No, so now you got to go settle for a concubine like a king would. You got to settle for, you feel me? Like you got to think of things. If you're a queen, you got to settle for a little sex toy, right? You know what I'm saying? Maybe another king from a kingdom will come and hit that real quick, but he's not going to stay because that ain't his kingdom. That's yours. You know what I'm saying? Like, then go come and visit. Like, it's nice over here what you got. Wow. And, and I can't make it today. <laughs> I'm busy. Yeah, I'm busy building my own kingdom. Listen, now she hitting you up about problems in her kingdom. Listen. I'm, I'm handling business. I yeah, I got you Listen, you want to join kingdoms? Yeah, I don't mind making my shit bigger. You know what I'm saying? But you got to, you got to, you know how we do this. We got to take royal names. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have to join thou art equities. It's like, let's go. 
but nah, she like, nah, I want to keep mine. I'm in, I'm independent queen. Okay, okay. thou art independent queen. Handle your problems independently. Check. Yeah. What else is on my business for today? I'm done dealing with the independent queens. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just telling y'all how it go. Hey, listen, I, you can say what you want to, but kings back in the days was hitting all kind of stuff with all kind of concubines. King Solomon had how many wives? Y'all, you can't just speak, you speaking on American reality. Around the world, is different. But, but like I was saying, man, the princess and the queen mentality different. And the prince mentality, the prince don't want to do nothing. The prince don't want to take responsibility. The prince don't even want to, if you watch the movies, a lot of times the prince don't even want to be king. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He wants to stay a boy. He wants to go fall in love or something. Go do some sucking shit. He see, don't, you see, you know, Harry, what's the name, Prince Harry? They look, yeah, look what they did. The Prince Harry thing. They don't want to be king. He don't want responsibilities. These young men today want to be princes, and these young women want to be princesses. The king and queen mentality is disappearing, right? So that means that, guess what? They don't want power. That's what that means. They, they want to be famous, dress nice, get fly. But no power. Which is why all that type of content is being curated. They don't want nobody to be controlled or none. They want to control. It, right. You know? We don't want these young next. The next generation don't want power, so they don't. They would never stir a revolution. They would never stir a revolution because they're happy with government. They're happy with institution. They're happy with corporate reality running their lives for them, and they just go along and get along. They don't want to face the reality of the world. Right. And and and. You know, it's it's not enough to know if you don't do anything with what you know. So one of the biggest issues with this generation is activation. And what I mean by that is if you have knowledge, but you don't know how to put it into play, then you don't know how to activate it. If you got, no, I ain't Cali no more. If you, got, if you got light, but you don't know how to activate it and create good works from it, right? If you have vision, but you don't know how to actually develop and build, then you don't know how to take that knowledge or that light you have and activate it. So therefore, you're still in the dark. You're just like the man with knowledge that doesn't put it to work is just as ignorant as the man who has it who doesn't have it at all. That's what you have to understand because neither one of them would do anything. Just think about that. There's one man sitting next to another man. One man does nothing at all. He's, he's completely, he just does nothing all day long. Then right there next to that man is a man who knows it all but does nothing. Which one is any better? Just think about that. And so we think that knowledge is like this holy grail of it all. And we have a generation of people that just know everything and do nothing. Oh my God. I don't know what she was talking about, modern men, progressive women. I don't even want to get in that conversation right now. Because you know I got a lot to say on that. Yeah, right? those be my 19-minute thought processes in between my <laughs> travels. Yeah, man. Oh, Lord. Are we married yet? No, not yet. Not yet. Oh, are we getting married? Inshallah. <laughs> okay. Then we'll have that conversation
and, and that comes with experience, age, and then it kicks in with that wisdom and that experience. And experience only happens over time. Yeah. It only happens over time. So I remember when I was in my 30s, man, I thought I knew it all. I said a lot about what I thought I knew. But sometimes I look back at some of my things I said in my 30s, I'm like, Oh, look at my baby self. Right, right. You know? look, man, I, was, I, I was having that same conversation yesterday. <laughs> and, and when I think like women, women like you have a high level of queen knowledge, right? And part of the conversation that we was discussing about was like the princess versus the queen mentality. And there's not enough queen mindset being spread. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think that that's what a lot of things are missing today. It's a lot of princess fantasy mentality being spread. Like we've seen NDRE and Jill Scott, you know, throw in some advice, you know, to this generation. And I think we need more of that because the overwhelming 90% of media today is coincided with this new progressive agenda and people don't know how to filter out what's for them and what's not for them to have a success and then that's the reality i think the we have to get out of fantasy world you know what i'm saying and once you can get out of fantasy world then you have skills for reality but most people only have skills for a fantasy yeah what, what did lauren hill said she said y'all rather want fantasy instead of reality you know? and i think that's the Biggest, the biggest thing that I'm seeing today is just the fantasy generation. Yeah, and because we, we think that's it, but once once a, a, a problem happens, we're ready to run away. You know, right. one of the number one things, and what the minister said when he was talking about him and Mother Khadija, he said recently, he was like, y'all, he was like, y'all think, you know, money, you know, you like, he was like, sisters, y'all want a, a man that got money and thinking that, and the brothers, y'all thinking that you just need that to be able to have a, a woman in your life and he was like all you need is love mm. but the highest form of understanding is love mm. so in order for you to love someone you have to get to a level of understanding and a lot of times we lack understanding of self then how are we going to be able to understand our partner if mm. we're still lacking understanding of self we still mm. don't know what we're into what we like but that's why i said that I'm now at 45 and finally really love myself because it took me this to this point to understand myself. I could tell you what my likes and my dislikes is, but that took nothing because before when I was younger, I was like, I kind of like what, what my partner liked, what he liked and what he was into and what, what, you know, to try to be able to compliment him and to be able to become one with him not realizing that we're both two individual people coming on this path together and how we're going to grow together. But see, when I was younger, I was taught to be able to like, how can I be submissive? And submissive was also the way that submission was dimming my light. I didn't have to dim my light. Now that I'm older, I, I didn't have to dim my light. But see, I think that we can, as for sisters and for the sisters that's in here, I can't read your comments, but for the sisters that are in here, we need to have this type of conversation in regards to what is real submissiveness. Mm. Submissiveness is not in, in for um, being inferior. Submissiveness is about man. I love submitting to our people. I love submitting and serving our God. I mm. love submitting and serving for freedom, justice, and equality. So there's a different way to look at submission. 
Yeah, because I think even as you said that nobody looks, when, when a person talks about submission to God, there's no way that a person ever feels weak. Yeah. Right? There's no connotation attached to that of weakness. And that's why, you know, it was always taught that if you were to submit to someone, you're submitting to the God in them, not them. They're just yeah. a vessel for what you're submitting to. And if they no longer represent that, then there's nothing to submit to. So there's no reason to feel down because if a man is giving you godly instructions, then you go listen because you know that he's just a vessel for something bigger than himself. But Why then some, not... some, brothers, some brothers be like, well, I'm the God of the house. So so they put themselves on such a pedestal. But any, And then we, when, in our younger selves, we believe that they are this certain image mm -hmm. of a man. And then anytime they fall short, we get angry. Mm -hmm. Like, do this and do that. That's because you didn't see the human in him. And you put him on such a high pedestal more than yourself. Mm. So a lot of times, a lot of relationships break up because we we put ourselves, each other, too much up here and not getting to a level of understanding. So, for instance, when your man, when, when let's, let's just use you as an example, when your queen doesn't call you back, right? Let's say you're calling her and she don't call you back and it's at 1, one o'clock then do you get mad or do you keep calling her back and, you know, keep on calling her back? Or do you like, oh, wait, it's 1 o'clock. This is the time of her break. I already know what she's doing at this time. So why would I get angry? Do so you already understand her? Or you know that she don't answer her phone if she's engaging in another conversation. You don't get jealous or none of that. That's the highest level form of understanding is love when you have an understanding of where people and being and being patient with one another, you know? being patient, being graceful with one another. You know, these are things that I think we have to have more of a deeper conversation about because we put too, we, we put too much on each other, you know, mm. in, in relationships and to, instead of really fully being graceful, you know, and giving people... No, I, I agree with that, you know, and, and just as a word of advice, y'all better call them back, but... <laughs> I was on 19 Keys Live, and he said, "I." They said, "I ain't have to." He supposed to understand. Nah. -uh. <laughs> oh man! I'm gonna, gonna, gonna text you back. Go text you back. Half understanding. Uh. <laughs> your house is probably ran as like, nope, this is this and nah, that. I'm not like. I'm actually. Know how military you, how I'm, militant a, you are. I'm a very understanding person, though. Like. Yeah, I, yeah. Your mother and father don't play. They're militants. Yeah, so already but but I work to achieve understanding every day. Like I, I like that to me. Like I can't get past something if I don't understand it. You know what I mean? So like, I have to. Once I understand something, I can accept it. I have no problem with things that I understand whatsoever. But if yeah. I don't understand it, then I got a problem because it's like a wall in front of me. You know what I'm saying? But understanding is like breaking that wall, and I see a pathway through. Right. So for me, as long as I understand, we good. You know what I mean? And it's not that hard for me to know a person or understand a person. People aren't that complicated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially if you are observant and you listen and you are working to understand. If you're not working to understand, then, yeah, you will have a problem. Right. But I always want to understand everything, everybody around me, myself more than anything, because I want to know why am I tripping? 
Why do I feel a certain way? Why, what made me react that way? And then recently I've been going deeper into the shadow zone and figuring out where did all those roots come from in the first place, right? So it's like what you're conscious of and what you're unconscious of. And the unconscious things you can't do anything about because you're always working on the branches and never the roots, right? So, you know, I, I would rather not, you know, be a person that's just so zoned in on, hey, do this, do that, because that, that doesn't work. I haven't seen that work, right? And I know that, you know, the toughest men, the most militant men on the planet Earth, that don't work for them in their household. You know what I mean? So that's not my operation of thought. Like, I actually do, like, you know, love is love. I'm a lover and a fighter. You know what yeah. I mean? Not one or the other. I feel like, because if you're going to be a lover, then you got to fight for love. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and then if you're going to be a fighter, you have to have something to fight for, which should be what you love. Yeah. You know, so I think both come hand in hand. Yeah. I love it. Well, you know, we could build forever. Yeah, so I know. That's this for high level, man. You said we got we gotta say this for late. Say goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.